Today on the Halloween episode of the Half-Assed Approach, we discuss Joker's very complex past. Also, it's Halloween, so do you believe in ghosts and other creepy experiences? All that and more coming up on the Half-Assed Approach podcast. Hello and welcome to the Half-Assed Approach podcast. My name is Quint. This is Harrison. And today we're going to have a little bit of a Halloween special, as Harrison stated in the intro. But before that, we're going to do a little bit about the Joker, his type of character. And uh, we're actually discussing this right before we uh, we started recording. He's a pretty complex character. Yeah, he really is. Um, I mean, most... Most... What's the word? Villains. Most villains in comic books, they generally have a uh, specific origin, a specific motivation... Joker's a lot more complicated, however. Um, uh, until the Killing Joke, which shows an origin of him, although it's never been confirmed that is that that is his origin, um, or his canonized origin, I should say. He doesn't really have an origin. He just kind of showed up out of nowhere in the comics, and he kind of is just there to oppose Batman. Um, some have discussed his origin as being, or excuse me, his motivations as being basically to make Batman better. That's kind of his idea. Um, the reason we know this is that when there was one, uh, point in the comics where people thought Batman had died, or at least the Joker thought he had killed Batman, I should say. At that point, the Joker became a regular guy. His sanity came back and everything kind of fell back into place for him. He... He got a job. He became just a regular Joe Schmo, um, which I which I just find fascinating. Kind of goes along with uh, the Dark Knight movie with um, Heath Ledger. There is a line in there, probably not going to quote it exactly, but he says uh, basically talking about uh, what he sees as Batman, and he's like, "I'm just a dog trying to chase a tire. I wouldn't know what to do if I actually got it." Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, he's basically there to oppose batman but at the same time he wants batman to be better it's a very weird love hate relationship on the joker's part and a just hateful relationship on batman's part <laughs> kind of a yin and yang um sort of thing yin i mean yin and yang Ye- <laughs> yin. i was gonna say who's yin is that a third guy <laughs> no it's definitely type of a, a yin and yang situation with them you got opposites but they kind of have to live it like it's two two opposites um, two sides of the spectrum, but they 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 exist together in harmony, and they kind of almost exist just to to harmonize to complete each other, as intimate and weird as that might sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so, and I think also it's fascinating to look at the cultural phenomena that is the Joker. Even those who aren't familiar with comic books, they know many different superheroes. You know, they know. They know Batman, they know Superman, they know Spider-Man. You know, if they're kind of into it, they know Iron Man. But the only real supervillain, or at least one of the only real supervillains that's very, very well known, is the Joker. I just find that really fascinating that he has almost become... He's become almost more notarized than the heroes that he opposes. One theory that's been put out there, and this is kind of interesting is that joker is the character that knows he's in a comic book how so okay so 
and this goes back to the the part where he killed Batman and then he became a regular guy. So, okay. the theory goes like this. Joker is not crazy. He's actually what's called super sane. He sees things that other people don't. And because he sees things that other people don't, other people think he's nuts. Okay. So, in the comics... That's how I am every day. Oh, absolutely. That's how I live my life. So, he sees things. So, he realizes that he is in a comic. Obviously, everyone else doesn't see that, and everyone else thinks he's nuts. Now, when he... Take the example of him killing Batman. The reason that he is the way he is is because he knows his life, his purpose, because he's in a comic book, is to oppose Batman. So, that's what he does. But the point is, his if his purpose is to oppose Batman, he knows that the writers will never actually let him kill Batman. Because if he kills Batman then he gets written out because, you know, there's no purpose for the Joker if the Batman's dead. Sure. And just to be sure, you're, this isn't, there's no, like, comic books or anything anywhere that actually has him. No, this is total fan theory. But this is, he definitely acts in that way where he, he acts in such a way that he knows that if he doesn't, be the joker he's just going to be written out of existence exactly or at least he that's just how he acts now he does now he does do a lot of uh fourth wall breaks third fourth wall break yeah fourth wall which is what exactly uh so he talks directly to the audience oh yeah okay yeah so he does do that uh more in the comic books than other people not as much as like deadpool or someone does but uh because deadpool does it all the time yeah but, uh, no, he does do a significant amount of fourth wall breaks uh, enough to make this theory possible. Um, so when he killed, when he supposedly killed the Batman, the reason, the theory goes like this, the reason he went back to being quote-unquote sane is that he realized, well, I'm still here, and I just killed the Batman, so maybe this isn't a comic book, and maybe I just really did kill the Batman. Maybe yeah, life like- is actually normal. Well, what, what do I do now? You yeah, know? exactly. So he became a regular Joe Schmo. Just so like, I just thought that fan... I heard that fan theory on YouTube. I think it was under film theory. I'm not sure, but... Um, probably. He does probably. all the good ones. Yeah, seriously. We we steal from other people all the time. Oh, he steals from everybody. Yeah. He does. That's I know, what he, I know other people will come up with that. And, you know. So, I mean, theories like that start on Reddit or something like that. And then, yeah. you know, creators, YouTube creators or whatever... Which I don't know about you, but I've never gone on Reddit because I don't feel I need to. Because if it's because if it's really good, it's gonna end up somewhere else on the internet. Yeah, but I mean that's I can just see that being a good place for people to get material. But yeah, getting off topic. Yeah, um, we're getting off topic. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we'll jump. Yeah, let's uh, jump categories. right into the more Halloweeny portion of our show happy halloween everybody by the way yes happy halloween yep um i guess you know i have it written down i got a list of stuff that's uh i kind of just follow as i'm doing the show but you know gives me topics and helps me remember what i want to um, talk about but it just says believe in ghosts but really that could expand to anything just supernatural in general here's my thing about ghosts i do i believe that every single ghost sighting is real absolutely not do I think you know that show Ghost Adventures? <laughs> yeah. The the part where they go oh, into a dark God. room and everyone goes, "Wait, what was that? What was oh, that? Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Oh, oh, oh my gosh. gosh!" 
And then <laughs> he's like, here's this chair that this then, ghost haunts, and he hates it when people sit in this chair. Hi, ghost. <laughs> I'm here to sit in your chair. What do you think about that? And then, and then they hear the, God. and that's, and then they analyze it later, and it's like the ghost said, "Shut the hell up." Can you? Yeah. Let's Shut after you play up. it 27 times, yeah. it starts to kind of sound like it. Yeah, it starts right. to kind of sound like it because they put subtitles at the bottom saying that's what it said. They just turn up the volume a little higher yeah. each time they play it to make it so you exactly. Can hear it so I just want to preface that by saying that show is garbage. Actually, it's pretty funny to watch when you realize it's garbage. It's actually one of my favorite pastimes <laughs> is watching that show and just being a butthead about it and just saying that it's stupid anyway so no but do i believe in ghosts yeah i think ghosts are ghosts can exist i don't think they exist everywhere and i don't think it's an exact science but i i think there's a lot of stuff on this planet that we can't really we haven't been able to explain yet sure no no, that's for sure yeah Mm -hmm. what about you ghosts and expand expand this to other stuff do you believe in is there something beyond what i can see in here i yeah i mean like you just said nothing uh we haven't explained everything in this universe and especially what i really like is uh even our own science everybody says like um i'm getting a bit off topic i don't want to start anything go ahead but with the start something But just there's, there's people out there that are so against religion and they're like, you know, like you got like there's science out there that proves all that is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yet you got uh, the most advanced like uh, scientists out there and all they're really doing is just studying theories, scientific theories about something. And it's like, is that really any different? Because we're talking about like, like, you know, something that has to do with a black hole. Like there's no way like in centuries, maybe in thousands of years, we're not going to be able to ever... Go visit a black hole. Yeah, or go do an experiment involving something with a black You know, like... It's well, you can't do an experiment on a black hole because, uh, hello, it's a black hole. Well, that's my point. You like, know, exactly. Would, well, just like, it's got to... It, we're so far ahead with theories that, like, we don't... There's no real way to prove them yet. And, uh, you know, like, string theory, for example, is just... Uh, that was such a big deal, like, 15, 20 years ago. Now it's, like, oh, it's been debunked. Mm-hmm. And it just happens... You know, that was, how they had, like, I guess a few decades there where it could have been a possibility, but now, I guess supposedly it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, like, nothing is proven yet. We have a hard time proving just the most advanced scientific theories. Um, my point is, really, is just, we don't really know. And, yeah, science is a great way to go, and I'm never, like, de- saying science is stupid, but, like, it's it's all, everything's a theory. Mm. there's to, to try to come around full circle it just nothing is fully explained in our universe yeah and i think it's going to be an incredibly long time before it ever is who knows maybe it never will be i don't know with that being said with ghosts and supernatural like i don't know <laughs> like and i think a it's lot a of it's a safe just, answer it's a lot of it just has to do with the person really mm. um and you're just your mentality of it, like, because, I don't know, I just, I can, a lot of things I see online are ghost adventures, you know, like, it, it's, it's like a ghost adventure, it's fake, it's put out there, it's made to make people think that ghosts are real, and yeah, and I watched a horror, like, I like breaking reality videos on YouTube, those are, they're kind of, they're creepy to watch, but they're also like, well, that's just dumb, because 
you know, there's one, there's a clip, some car drives through an intersection and it, it gets hit by like an invisible force. Like there was a car there, but there wasn't. And it's just like, you know, I'm not a very great video editor, but I've edited plenty of videos to where I know that's easy to do. And yeah, especially when it's like a security cam, you got plenty of footage from before the car is there. And you just uh, use some of that footage to mask over the car that runs into the car. So it looks like that there's only one car that gets hit by an invisible force. Like My favorite one is the one that says that the Flash is real. There's oh. one out there that shows... Um, yeah, that claims to show that not literally the Flash, like a guy in a red suit, but a speedster <laughs> is real, which is kind of fun to can... watch. Okay. Yeah, he, ta- he saves... I don't know. It's really cheesy. He saves a grandma from a from a bus hitting her or something. I don't know, but yeah, I love those videos. They're fun to watch, but there's a time and place. I, yeah. And that's the thing too. Like, I do get creeped out by him, and it's and UFO, UFO videos and stuff like that. Like, and it's I think that's just part of your mentality of it. You know, if you let it, um, if you let your mind think about it, yeah, your mind starts making things real. Your mind is very much. Um, something that just takes influences that it just a lot of input that's literally your reality is what you see feel hear touch all your senses combined and that's all just electrical signals uh your brain uh that's just electrical signals that your brain is processing and um there's been plenty of studies that show uh our own memory is just not Oh, our memory sucks. Yeah, it's to the point where, like, it can't even be, since we have so many security cameras now, it's like a, somebody's uh, testimony from memory in court about something happening, like a crime being committed or something, it can be thrown out mm-hmm. as uh, not um, not credible. tangible evidence or whatever. Like, it, because studies have shown that our memory is very suggestible, and we, we, see, we even see a lot of videos like that um, of people getting hypnotized or you know being just just the power suggestion basically is very powerful so 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 you mentioned the ufos what do you think do you think aliens are coming to earth i don't think they're coming to earth understanding how like light works and how nothing can go faster than light um i kind of think that it's still a possibility that you could travel faster than light but you'd have to be able to do that and i think to be able to do that requires um, just, I don't think it's happening. You don't think it's soon. happening? No. And well, I know it's not happening with whether, us anytime Whether or not, soon. yeah. Whether, so, but yeah, we're so spread apart in the universe. Like, even going the speed of light is going to take you thousands of years to get to, you know, from one place to another. Um, and in that time, too, so much time passes, uh, thanks to the theory of relativity. Um, when you're moving at light speed, um, you barely age at all compared to somebody sitting here on Earth or somebody sitting on another planet. So many, 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 many years can pass in just the few minutes that you're traveling at light speed. Which is a really cool time travel thought. Yes, but it makes time travel... Like, you can't go visit Alpha Centauri and come back. I mean, even at light speed, that will take you about nine years. And that's if you... St- when you get there you just immediately turn around and come back and that's assuming you can accelerate instantaneously to light speed 
and not get smushed against the wall thanks to inertia. We need to have a time travel segment. Oh yeah, I've watched definitely. plenty of videos about time travel. It's, we, it's definitely a so fun many. topic of mine. Okay, we gotta have that time. We're running out of time right now though. Okay, lightning round, Quint. So UFOs, you're a no. No, no, no. I think they exist. Okay, UFOs. You not, asked if they're, they're not getting, coming here. No, they're not coming here, okay. but they exist. Okay, we are. I agree. There's the, way too many stars and exactly. planets in the universe. Just statistically. Statistically, no. there's there's some guys out there hanging out, probably having a podcast like ours, talking about if there's life somewhere else. So okay, um, mermaids. <laughs> no. Don't laugh like it's an, a real... Why? <laughs> well, okay, the reason I say that, and part of it is because of that fake documentary that aired on Discovery Channel, which was really cool. About the guy... About the mermaids. The fisherman or whatever that yes. found the mermaid. Yes. Mm. And it was fake, and it broke my heart because it sounded really cool. <laughs> but more importantly, they discovered, like, okay, you know the giant squid? Or the giant... Um, kraken? Yeah, the kraken, but mm-hmm. not really. Okay. But they discovered the giant squid, which was supposed to be a myth for, like, hundreds of years. And they discovered it. How many other seafaring creatures from myth do you think are out there that... Well, that's a bigger question. How many myths... Like, how do things start out as myths? What kernel of truth started that myth? So, like, fairies The and fact mermaids that there and... were people hundreds of years ago that braved the seas and they had to be stuck out there in the middle of the night... Again, the whole power of suggestion, you think you see or hear something or something rocks float around. Maybe it was the wind. Who knows, really? Mm-hmm. And even to this day, that's still the case, I think. Like, there's plenty of external stimuli that you can experience, especially when you're alone. So you can imagine, like, this big, huge, vast sea. Like, I've never been out on sea, but, you know, I watched Life of Pi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That was pretty in- intimidating, watching that. Like, holy crap, I could not do that. But just, like, the fact that, like, you can see clear out, no mountains, nothing. It's just water as far as you can see. Yeah. You have no idea if you're ever going to see land. Like, you know, people are braving the seas. Like, I, I think that's where it just comes from. They, you know, of course, then there's just, like, people come back and they're going to, just like people are doing today. Like, oh, yeah, there's, go- like, it's just like ghost adventures, but mm-hmm. set, like, a few hundred years ago. People come back and be like, yeah, we braved the sea. We saw a so crack you, in, so you, you know, we fought him off. You know, it could be tall tales. It was, it was Billy Bob in a bar drinking, showing off, telling tall tales for to get laid. Because we see so much of that today. Like, mm-hmm. why we haven't really changed, honestly. Our technology's changed, but we, and the way that we like to brag and stuff, our yeah. greed and everything, no. Okay, Bigfoot. No. No? Not, not even a, not even a second thought? No. If you're suggesting anything that's, like, intelligent, like, that's kind of humanoid, no, not yeah. really. Okay. But something like that. That's del- what I was suggesting. But, yeah, if you're going to, back to the mermaids, no, no mermaids, but if there's something out there in the sea that we haven't discovered yet, yeah, definitely. Cause, like, oh, absolutely. We know more about the sur- surface of the moon than we know about the bottom of our oceans. Yeah. Which I find really ironic. Everyone's so obsessed with space. The bottom of our oceans, in my opinion, are a lot cooler than space. Have more, yeah, more dangerous and harder to reach. Which yeah, exactly. Is why it's less explored than the moon. Yeah, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Bigfoot for me is a solid maybe. <laughs> solid. A solid maybe. A for because sure maybe. A maybe. for sure maybe probably not. Just because like 
I don't know. We're mm-hmm. di- here's the thing. Every day on the news, you discover, we discovered a new species. We discovered a new this. Well, how the heck was that species hiding this entire time? Or were we just not looking in the right place? That is very true. We find, like, insects and stuff like that, new species of them in, like, the rainforest or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, or down, you know, in the ocean or something. It's just, but it's, you know, it's probably still something very close to something that we've already discovered. It's just a slightly different than... as certain species of bug or something like that yeah but on something on the scale of like bigfoot like you know bugs are how often do you actually pay attention to a bug on the ground or something like that pay attention when i smush them with my foot yeah but like you're not identifying what actually differentiates that ant or bug from yeah other the only time you do that that is when the bug or snake or something wants to kill you but see, when people want to, they're actually trying to do that, then yeah, I can see how, like, oh yeah, this is actually a little different, and the way they behave is a little different because of that, and they must actually be a slightly different species or subspecies of this particular bug or whatever. So I think that's why we are still, to this day, discovering stuff like that, but on the, something like, you know, walking around with just like a big hairy guy, like. <laughs> a big just, hairy guy? That's what Bigfoot is, a big yeah. hairy guy. Okay, so that's a no on Bigfoot, no on Yeti, no on... No. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, any other supernatural things? We've covered pretty much everything. Um, Do you think ancient aliens happened? <laughs> um, I can't explain the pyramids, so it's... And, it, you know, that's what Stargate's based off of, basically, is ancient aliens. Mm-hmm. Which is a... I really like that uh, series. I kind of didn't get into it when it was aired, but I definitely got into it later. I think, personally, the explanation for that is that I really do think there's been knowledge that the ancients had, that they figured out for themselves, that has been lost and had to be rediscovered. I think that's definitely within the possibility. Uh, Oh, yes, in our own history, that's what the Dark Ages was during Roman times, and we were supposedly pretty far advanced, and it's speculative how far back we've uh, had to go, we fell back to when uh, the Dark Ages fell on us, but... Oh, yeah. Um... Like, uh, some people say it set us back 500 years. Some people say 1,000. And that's and that's what I find fascinating. I watched Ancient Aliens with my wife, Julia, and she brought up a really good point. I think she's exactly right. She's like, I, I like this show because it shows ancient technologies that they could have had. But I'm not going to jump on board and say, oh, and they got those from aliens. I think that's too big of a leap for me. But, yeah, do I think it's kind of cool to see evidence of technologies they could have had like evidence of electricity they could have had or a glider they could have had or something like that yeah i think that's kind of cool and i think they maybe did have that so but i don't think i'm willing to jump on the hey it was aliens no why does it always have to be aliens i mean yeah it could very well be just i like um a good sci-fi comedy show uh red dwarf it's british um there's a character in there. There's Lister. He's the main character. And then there's Rimmer. He's like the annoying guy that just drives Lister nuts. And they're basically stranded together on the ship millions of years away from Earth. But um, there's a... <laughs> Lister, or Rimmer is so... He believes in aliens. He thinks uh, they're real. And uh, he actually just... He really actually wishes they could encounter some aliens. Because uh, he thinks that uh, Lister, uh, Rimmer is a hologram. He's actually person who died but his mind got backed up on the ship's computer so the computer projects him as a hologram but uh he wishes that uh 
they could actually meet aliens so they can somehow give him a body back because he's not able to touch anything. But anyway, he's like, uh, how do you explain the pyramids? Uh, Lister and he's, Lister's like, with whips. Remember? Massive, massive whips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's, I think there's some truth to that, honestly. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, how do they move those big blocks? They, they, you watch videos online, like, you can find probably on YouTube. There's a guy, he moves these two huge blocks. He is able to get a little small pebble underneath a huge like 20 ton block mm-hmm. because he's able to do that he can pivot the uh, that 20 ton block by hand around on that little pebble mm-hmm. and he's able just be- and he he makes a point to do is to move huge stones around using simple machines and being able to uh, just move it by hand that way and i think he's got something going there like they what you're saying they must have really found an elaborate way to to mechanically move that just by hand or just by many many people pulled on pulleys or something like that they tediously i mean we we hear that these pyramids took decades to to build and well for good reason yeah so audience what you've learned is that quint is a lot more skeptical than i am i'm not willing to jump out there there's got to be a reason behind everything i'm not going to blindly follow anything i question just about everything in my life like why is it even to like somebody's talking to me i can even be like well why is he talking to me this guy never really talks to me why what's what's he want (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's probably borderline paranoid and just anti-social i'll admit that but um i think there can be some there's some good things about being there just it never hurts to be a little cautious really Mm -hmm. and i can see being too cautious to where you'd never take a risk and you just never get out or whatever but moderation yeah no 100 percent. i think that's the key is you know i forget who said it but there was a some famous guy who said there are two really easy ways to skate by in life to doubt everything or to believe in everything but if you can find that middle way end of quote but you, you can find that middle way i think that's that's pretty good so remember that this halloween aliens probably aren't coming here that's not a ghost in your house you're just lonely <laughs> and uh mermaids definitely do exist mm. all right if you want to give us your thoughts we'd love to hear your thoughts on our facebook page half-assed approach podcast or you can tweet us on twitter at half pod we're also on patreon if you want to throw a few dollars our way go to patreon.com slash half and we are also on Spotify and CastBox and Google Podcast and Anchor and a bunch of other things. But just go to Spotify. Let's face it. That's where you're going to go. Um, you got anything else, Quinn? I personally go to Anchor to listen to our podcast. But hey, Sutra, that's fine. If you want to go to Spotify, that's fine with me, too. Mm-hmm. We appreciate those who do <laughs> listen. Um, yeah. It seems like there are a couple of regulars already. And I do like seeing that. Um and it's kind of fun just to kind of be able to put something out there for everybody to listen to. And um, I think, you know, what I was kind of thinking, like, well, why would why do a podcast? What's the point behind a podcast? And it's to, in my opinion, to kind of inspire, to, to bring out a thought. Not necessarily this is right, this is wrong. Although you can definitely go that way. But mm-hmm. uh, And a lot of people do. Probably. Oh, yeah. But I think um, I would love to just try to just get the idea out there and get get somebody thinking about it 
-hmm. and just kind of you know open up some minds i guess a little and bit we want to hear just... your and we want to hear your thoughts too we we really do we don't For have sure. all the, we don't have all the answers and we just love the conversation exactly so comment on facebook i'll post some fun stuff and we will see you next time have a good one happy halloween